0: Welcome to Chucked. Very excited about today's topic. Uh, we are going to talk about something other than sports. For those of you Chuck, church, Chucksters and Chuckettes who are faithful listeners to Chucked. Uh wore my Chuck T-shirt today, Oz didn't I play you tennis? Did, yeah. I have my yeah. orange Chuck t-shirt. I don't have was, one. you get one? Oh my gosh. I
1: know.
0: One a Chuck doesn't have a Chuck T-shirt. That's a Well I made a donation. I didn't get the T-shirt though. I'd, you know, I'd, wow, I'd, 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 that's 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 sacrificial giving. Yeah, that's that's that is that is true generosity. Yeah. Well, uh, we got we got a lot, lot we could talk about. Browns look great on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, it looks so good on Sunday. I mean, like a legitimate NFL team. Futures bright. Yeah, they they, they won't lose this Sunday. They will not lose. I guarantee you, they mm. will not lose this Sunday. No. Nope. And next weekend, after that, they play the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Bengals aren't trending very well. So you and I are talking about going to that game. But uh, Hugh Jackson got hired by the Bengals today. That's a, a Is it mo- official? It's official. He's a special assistant to the head coach. Yeah. <laughs> Browns are paying him
1: to help the Bengals against the Browns. The good thing is the Browns are a totally different team, so when they play them the next two times, it's true. That's true. You won't know what to do. That is true. You
0: know, boy, the Bengals. It was rough. It was a rough Sunday. You know, I, I root for the Bengals too. Not you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the Browns have my heart, mm-hmm. but uh, you know I've always been a Bengals fan in, in that way. But man, they look bad Sunday. Mm-hmm. Gosh, tackling is optional right now for them. <laughs> First team in NFL history to give up 500 yards in three straight games. That's amazing. I'm amazed that the Browns didn't already set that record. Yeah, But uh, I, was, I was surprised by it's that. But to today, tee us up and tee us off to go down the fairway of a great topic today that both of us are huge fans of. And our geekdom will come out today very strongly. Oz, what are we going to talk about? Well, Stan Lee
1: died. Mm. As you know,
0: yeah,
1: Stan Lee, the the brain of all Marvel, all things Marvel, which are even bigger today to pop culture yeah. than they were, as groundbreaking as they were, what sixty, seventy years ago, sixty years ago, I guess. Uh, they are st- they are even bigger today, uh, more money machines today. Um, so that was as yeah. Stan Lee's. Uh, the, the, by, the byproduct of his creativity was as big of a part of our
0: childhood as um, sports was, probably, mm-hmm. each of ours. Mm-hmm. So, uh, In my basement are stacks of comic books, of yeah. Marvel comic books from the 1960s and 70s.
1: Mm-hmm. I used to love those encyclopedias. Are. Yeah, you, know, you get those encyclopedias mm-hmm. of
0: Spider-Man, Batman, and, and all that. And, you know, when he changed Atlas Comics to Marvel, it, he... Uh, he saw comics as an art form. And so, he took it to another level of character development, mm-hmm. scripting philosophy behind comics, which comics to that point had been either, you know, very dark, hence the comics code had to be enforced, and then or very um, idealistic, mm-hmm. you know, hence Superman, right? I mm-hmm. love Superman, but it's not much... Not the depth there that there are to some of the characters we'll talk about today. Yeah. And um, I have a particular lesson that I'd like to, for me to focus on today and sharing with you on this that uh, we talked about briefly this morning. Um, what, what tell, tell the listeners, tell the Chucksters and Chuckettes how comics affected you. Some of your anecdotal reminders of the impact a creative like Stan Lee had on you. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the his fingerprint of his
1: characters was the disenfranchised, right? Because the, the, they weren't Superman, mm-hmm. they didn't have it all together. Mm-hmm. You know, S- Superman was such a terrible character, they had to create a rock that beat him because he just nothing beat him, you know? Yeah. Um So.
0: Hard to have a story arc when your character is unbeatable. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You had to make an evil version of him to beat him.
0: Uh, so you know, I, I Hence, s- Bizarro Sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, but like, up? What, what's, what's up with the Superman and the Bizarro world?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, what, I mean, what Stanley? You know, he. I think he kind of pioneered uh, women in comic books as superheroes. Um, Obviously the like the Black Panther. Um and yeah. you know, he he brought a lot into that world that wasn't there and that wasn't you know, especially for the sixties and and times that it was yeah. coming about. Um and just his char- you know, his his other more seemingly more normal characters, white male characters, still had uh you know, they were they were pretty nerdy, they were they weren't the they weren't the Clark Kent, uh brand of superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that's the first thing that stands out to Yeah,
0: and I, uh, I stopped there for just a minute because I, I just, I loved Superman. I You know, I still to this day, my favorite colors are red, yellow, and mm-hmm. blue. Mm-hmm. Just, I think maybe for partly that reason, I just love that match, which happens to be the Cavaliers colors, which is awesome. <laughs> but I I couldn't identify with him. I couldn't identify with Clark Kent. I identified immediately with Batman, for sure, mm-hmm. the darkness, but, but with Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but you know my favorite, for those same reasons, it's not Stan Lee. But you know my favorite superhero, as uh, my office um, reflects it, that we're in, uh, was is Batman, and uh, for a lot of reasons, Batman doesn't have a superhero, you know, a superpower, which is really
0: fascinating. Uh, but he uses- you and your uncle JD have been in endless mm-hmm. discussions about <laughs> yeah. Batman versus Superman. He,
1: but uh, he uses his darkness to to fight darkness, and I think um, being someone that I don't, you know, I was thinking about thinking about this. I don't, I don't think I do really anything in light. And my job, I don't think everything I do is in dark, and um, literally that. and figuratively. Well, I work in a dark office. I don't turn the lights on. Pete turned the lights on this morning today <laughs> because it's really dark <laughs> and cloudy Washburn, now. Give it up for Pete. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just work You know, in, with you know, in ministry, I don't think I, I don't. You know, I don't I don't work in light. Um, so. And that's more figuratively. So, I, so I've always so in adulthood. And Batman's made a lot of sense to me that um, he's kind of he's kind of been bad to defeat the bad. And uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, as you know, I've I've been studying for a number of months historical Jesus and the criticisms of the historical Jesus and um, as opposed to the uh, divine Christ. And um, so I think that you know one thing for me. The superhero Jesus has never done anything for me i can't I can't relate to that as as much um, and I think that's why in looking at the divinity in this human man this this uh, made in human likeness as Paul says um, the more human I can look at Jesus with that mm-hmm. divinity, the more he makes, he becomes a, a huge figure, the more I can empathize yeah. with him, empathize with his sufferings as he empathizes with mine, as Hebrews says. And um, so I think that's why these Stan Lee characters and these characters that he started pumping out, boy, they took off Me because too. people, re- you, know, you know,
0: Peter Parker, he couldn't get the girl, you yeah. know, and... Um, My image of Peter Parker is the original origin story just this i just still have the indelible image of his shirtless skinny mm-hmm. body yeah you know and so i identified with that as a skinny little runt
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah it's uh it um it made superheroes
1: more real which i think maybe was the reason i like batman a lot is it, it seemed possible um mm-hmm. uh, if, if someone could overcome fear to that degree to do great things um Which I suppose anyone that's done great things has overcome fear to to a pretty great degree, Um, but but yeah, it made made superheroes able to identify with them more and Mm -hmm. um, and learn from them. I think Mm -hmm. we all learned a lot of lessons from from superheroes Mm -hmm. in our in uh, pre pre. Christology, pre-philosophy yeah. of adulthood, and, and all they were archetypes.
0: They were archetypes of mm-hmm. of truth, of reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we were talking this morning about pre-Christ. Obviously, I grew up as you did in a home that was the presence of Christ. As far as uh, my, you know, parents and everything was always there, but before I understood Him, mm-hmm. I realized that. Part of the mental preparation for Christ's reality was some of the lessons learned for me in comic books.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let me, let me um, throw out to you characters and why do you identify with them, okay? or, or, or if you don't. Because mm-hmm. the, the thing about the Fantastic Four, they fought with each other. They did, you know, yeah. uh, Thor, you know, uh, I'll just throw some characters out. You know, my two favorites are Spider-Man and Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And I just loved those characters. And I mentioned this past love the Ben Affleck movie, by the way. Try those. it's uh, oh, an underrated movie, great movie man. Movie. Oh my gosh. great movie! It was. It's a truly the 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 movie, and then the show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just finished, as I mentioned last weekend. Underrated. A lot of his characters show his his uh, wrestling with faith in God. Mm-hmm. His Stan Lee's only wrestling with faith in God. So let me just throw out a few of the characters and you, the. Austin's comments on them, and uh, however you want to. Rate the movies, however you want to. And then we've got some, some things, I've got a few things here that I want to talk about. Particularly, you can't talk about Stan Lee without talking about Excelsior, right? His, mm-hmm. his famous sign-off on all his, his uh, literary works was Excelsior, uh, and I want to talk about that. Fantastic Four.
1: Ah, uh, patriarchy. Okay. Yeah. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Uh male led. Um, but unable to do so without the proper structure of of a healthy patriarchal system, which is Susan Storm. Mm-hmm. Sue Storm.
0: Mm-hmm. And that she's very the very powerful the spine of that yeah.
1: Of that of that male. The
0: invisible girl was symbolic mm. that she was the strength behind all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was ahead of his time with women's roles. Yeah. It's unfortunate those movies were so terrible, because those Fantastic Four comics were so fun. Mm-hmm. Silver Surfer. And I'm such a, like, I'm such a, uh, um, I lack all discernment when it comes to superhero movies. The only one that I ever considered that I, that I could not watch, well, two, that I thought were poorly done was Catwoman. I never even saw it. I, just, I, just, I didn't finish it. It was just so bad. And uh, I would say Electra wasn't very good because I was so disappointed. Oh, I didn't because see of, that either. Yeah, I didn't finish that one either because it was just – my expectations were so high. She was so great in Daredevil. She, she was, was fantastic movie. in Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I love the Fantastic Four movies. I see the wigs, but I love the Silver Surfer. I mean, you talk about – Cool superhero. Oh, ever. my gosh. You know, mm-hmm. brooding always about man's mm-hmm. depravity and – the hopelessness of humankind. He he was the narrative for the, he was the voice of the pessimist. He was the voice of the fatalist. Mm-hmm. Silver Surfer was. So I was gonna yeah. So any other comments I was gonna ask you about Silver Surfer because you can't talk about Fantastic Four without Silver Surfer. No, uh,
1: I, I think uh, I do remember the the second movie the Fantastic Four. That was the movie was terrible, but the the Silver Surfer was cool. Super yeah, cool. it was. He'll get um, his movie someday. Okay, see. so
0: Thor, Thor. which is, which which is an example of how. How Stanley would take from mythology and history, mm-hmm. and he would just—he would take so many things. So he took from Nordic mythology mm-hmm. this mighty Thor character. The smallest comic book I ever had when I was a kid—you could get comics in the bubble gum machines. So literally, not the big, mm-hmm. not the big bubble, the little bubble. And I literally had—and Chuckster and at you, you, Chuck, Chuck, you can't see this—but I literally had. A Thor comic that was about mm, three quarters of an inch tall and about a quarter inch thick. That was the coolest thing I ever had. It was like, it was, it was the mighty Thor. They used, you used to be able to get these for a nickel. Hmm. And that's one of my memories of Thor. Sh- Pete's shaking his head. He remembers this. Oh, childhood, childhood. Yeah. Thor. Uh,
1: yeah, and, uh, yeah,
0: it's, I mean,
1: it's the, um, the embodied uh, angelic force. You know I, that I see in Thor. Um, obviously, it's the hammer of the gods, the the and the the god of thunder, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I never got into Thor comics. I, you know, as much as I know about Thor, is the extent of how he appeared as a cameos in comics as a kid and, uh, and in the movies. The movies have done an incredible job. Chris Hemsworth is, is the last Thor great. movie was unbelievable. It was one of the best. It was ones, hilarious, yeah. and he's one, best, hilarious. he's one of the best. He's one of the best parts of the the Avengers movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like the uh what's the what's the i forget the passage but where it talks about the the olive body of the um of the angels uh, hmm. uh and, and this it's a certain uh, the word used there is a certain rock this olive colored rock which is the hardest rock in that region so like there there's something there's something like <laughs> yeah. physical about yeah. them that it's just like thor's body that's just the yeah. you know Angelic. foot and a half thick chest and yeah um, so, I think he adds a nice imagery to that.
0: And Chris yeah. Hemsworth, man, he makes every guy jealous. Mm. Well, it's, okay, it, I mean... It's if just, it's not his body, it's his charisma. I mean, <laughs> it he is. I mean, he's he just cool. truly got... It, he's got the whole deal going. Mm-hmm. All right. So, a couple of our favorites. Um, Daredevil. Talk about Daredevil for a minute. Boy. The man without fear. Yeah. So, if you don't know about Daredevil... Blind faith. Blind faith, yeah. Blind faith. Yeah. Yeah. Blind faith the symbolism and justice, of that. And... The whole context of his story is... Catholicism, Mm -hmm. his Catholicism, and Uh, his his orf—he was an orphan that grew up in an orphanage.
1: Yeah, raised by a priest a a, a bit. bit. Uh, Yeah, I mean, just um, the—you know—he's a lawyer, so the like the 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 very real atoning Mm -hmm. of justice that he, you know, Mm -hmm. um, engages with, and um, yeah, the blind faith, the. he I mean he's he certainly has a little bit of Batman in him. You no know, oh, doubt, doubt he's uh he, even you know,
0: the figure the, the the costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: he, he uh he's he was kind of their answer to that. But I I love it for that reason. He doesn't really have any super powers other than heightened five senses or a few senses there. Um four senses. But um yeah, I mean I think he he has a little bit of that as, that the his aesthetic is he's he's adopted the, the evil, the the bad to to defeat the, the bad you know he's he's become the devil of his enemies um there's batman has become the, mm-hmm. the, very, ni- the nightmare very similar of his enemies. story yeah mm-hmm. battles
0: uh, there's a dualistic
1: battle of good and evil within the, i think the father son thing is is really cool there um the thing about too uh a lot of the marvel stuff especially like daredevil and spider-man is it being set in hell's kitchen you know yeah. and um having a really real setting and a and a very real i mean you know the, the the irish gang violence in hell's kitchen in the 20th century was is, is something to read about yeah and uh so being set with that backdrop is um the irish catholic backdrop is yeah, pretty cool it is cool x-men oh great um probably my maybe my second favorite superhero i don't know or at least if there's a superhero that would um I'd want to be. It'd be. It'd be Wolverine. But I, I think because <laughs> that seems pretty. You took away
0: one of my questions. I was going to ask if you could be a superhero oh. for a day. So Wolverine. I'm not maybe. surprised by that. I don't know what I'd do with it for if I just had. It I want to be. Yeah. I want to be Daredevil and Batman standing on the top of New York City maybe on Batman's some edge account. of some building. You know, <laughs> Batman's yeah. bank account. Yeah. Um, uh, X Men. X Men. I mean, maybe the most underrated
1: superhero movie ever is, is Logan. I think yeah. that's yeah. Whew, that's. It's phenomenal. That oh is it. really good. It's it's uh, gritty. Yeah, and I, I just I you know it, it wasn't a celebration of violence, but I do I do like that. Um, you do wonder what would happen if someone with superhuman strength were to to beat up on a bad guy. What would it, what would it be like? And so I, I really loved that. I love that he that he passed in it and um, uh, yeah, really good anti-hero Wolverine, Spider Man, save the save one for yeah. last. Yeah. Well, I mean that that. I can go in a lot of different directions. I don't know. Yeah. I love the new movies. I love Tom Holland. I um, wasn't a huge fan of Spider-Man 3. I don't think anyone was. Uh, they kind of lost it with that one. But um, but yeah, this I think, it's, I think it may be my favorite comics. Not graphic novels. Graphic novels, I would certainly say for the long Halloween over there by by um, Jeff Loeb and the Batman series. But the best comics is probably Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The best comic series. I mean, they went yeah. for decades and decades. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, just the the complexity of the character. Um, there's just everything is in that film. Lostness, redemption, vulnerability, or film, character, I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, vulnerability, um, inner conflict, you know, uh, masking. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of the heroes have I think that, he has the most...
1: Uh, uh, Relation to the whole teen dynamic, you know, that more than any other. Yeah, superhero. Exactly, exactly. I don't. I don't think there's any other way I could Which relate Tom to Spider-Man. Tom Holland captures correct. correct yeah, really yeah. well in the I film don't think so. I could relate to Spider-Man any other way. Really, growing up, but the teen dynamic, you know, you can definitely, you know, the mm. the pre-teen dynamic and all that is uh,
0: something that you could is angst you know, and sass and yeah, all that. I I think to this day, you know, I still identify with that character because I'm a you know, I think in many ways you're this way. I don't, when I look at myself, I create tension for people in many ways because I'm a pastor who, whose favorite film was about a shark being hunted because it ate people, and I'm sitting here having a talk with you about superheroes who exact violence on their enemies. So there's this tension, there's this complexity mm-hmm. that I know is true about me, mm-hmm. Um that causes you know some especially religious people to get uncomfortable with it, and I even more today I identify with that character so much the complexity the tension
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: that uh, that his character creates and that's true of all the superheroes maybe Daredevil particularly. Um, let's well, because we just can't talk forever and we could we could literally sit here for hours mm-hmm. as you and I have done. And talk about these characters and these storylines and the, the uh, oh the, the the psychology and the psychology
1: and oh my god theology of Batman. Just you
0: could go yeah, on for that. Yeah, I you really could. Um, let's go back to Stan Lee because here is a creative person whose sign off was famously "Excelsior," which means in Latin "always upward," always upward. You know, ever upward. So, I mean, as a kid, I remember looking up, what does excelsior mean? Fini, he would, excelsior fini, and, you know, the Latin for fin, done, fin, done, hmm. and uh, he would sign off that way. And I, I think, who knows what inputs affected your thinking when you're a kid, but I know for me, I can't, I can't do anything without being able to do it in such a way that I'm always upward, I, You know, when I know I can't get better, I lose interest really mm-hmm. fast. And I think it's one of the reasons I don't love golf as much as I used to is because I reached a point where I, 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 I just – well, I wasn't going to get better than I was Too handicap, you know. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. going to get better. And so I still like it, but I don't love it. It's, uh, you know, w- with your home that you grew up in and uh, such uh, – And then your life, too, you're a person of excellence, always upward. How has Stan Lee creatively, literarily impacted you so that there was a a degree of meeting the Christ you were ready for, of uh, the Christ who is always looking upward, you know? Mm -hmm. The Christ who is always drawing us upward, but living within the grid of our own hell's kitchen. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, as
1: you said, I mean, he certainly primes you for the, to start, it, it triggers the, uh, inherent need of a savior, inherent need of a higher power. That's one that's greater than our, our hell's kitchen and our current, you know, struggles and, and things. I think it, I think it primes something, something really soul deep in all of us. That's why we really love those superhero movies and, um, I mean, and then you know, just the—I mean—the resurrection that is in all. You know, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's such a common theme in all of those those movies. Is the, you know, the Dark Knight Rises and yeah, uh, and, and superhero and uh, Superman and uh, you know, the the, the death of Spider Man and I mean, you know, they all have a, have some kind of mm-hmm. dying at some point. Mm-hmm. The Logan movie has a great great a resurrection, resurrection scene. scene yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, they all. And I don't, and I don't think they have some kind of, I don't think the, the, the makers of a lot of those films and things and Stan Lee has a, has a really, I mean, he, I think he maybe did, but has a real intentional, uh, like religious trajectory or something, you know, with it. But those are hard themes to stay away with when you're talking about a savior. And that's yeah. something to be said about Jesus, even just the historical Jesus, if you want to put it like that for the sake of, as I mentioned, um, those themes follow him yeah. and follow saviors wherever we go. Is is that they can't be defeated? Not because they're S- Superman and they're hmm. and they're just so strong, but they can be defeated for a few days. But they come back and yeah. they rise again. So I think that, that primes us at a at a really
0: uh, really natural. That is well said. Place. Well, we hope today has primed you to live Excelsior. Except for, I know for me, I just, I want to, like I'm, I'm going to live ever upward for Christ's purposes on the earth and show that his life is the true in, integration of, uh, uh, of an eternal element that can't be beaten. That's what he said. He know, I'm going to give you eternal life, which means I'm going to make your life made of eternal stuff that, that goes through the fire mm-hmm. of your hell's kitchen, of your, of your city, of your life. And, uh. So in behalf of this creative guy who has been so, just lived life well, uh, Austin and I sign off today by saying Excelsior.